Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We're a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we're very glad you're here. If you're visiting with us for the first time and you have questions about this church or about this faith, please ask the friendly and knowledgeable people at the visitor table and they'll do their best to assist you. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in every person. And so it is in the spirit of that heritage that I say, let us greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Will you say with me the words by which we light the chalice, which is the symbol of our faith? In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. Good morning. Our call to worship is Community Means Strength by Starhawk. We are all longing to go home to some place we have never been, a place half remembered and half envisioned we can only catch glimpses of from time to time. Community. Somewhere, there are people to whom we can speak with passion without having the words catch in our throats. Somewhere, a circle of hands will open to receive us. Eyes will light up as we enter. Voices will celebrate with us whenever we come into our own power. Community means strength that joins our strength to do the work that needs to be done. Arms to hold us when we falter. A circle of healing. A circle of friends. Someplace where we can be free. People wonder what holds us together when we have people in the congregation with roots and with practices in every major world religion, including neo-paganism, including staunch atheism, including secular humanism, mystic humanism, etc. One of the things which holds this congregation together is our mission statement. We wrote it on the wall and we say it together every Sunday. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Burning the Old Year by Naomi Shihab Nye. Letters swallow themselves in seconds. Notes, friends tied to the doorknob, transparent scarlet paper, sizzle like moth wings, marry the air. So much of any year is flammable. Lists of vegetables, partial poems, orange swirling flame of days, so little is a stone. Where there was something and suddenly isn't, an absence shouts, celebrates, leaves a space, I begin again with the smallest numbers. Quick dance, shuffle of losses and leaves, only the things I didn't do crackle after the blazing dies. Now is the time in our service when we seek out and get to know the still place within each one of us. It's a place where we can speak to God as we understand God, or where we can listen to our inner wisdom, or where we can just follow our breath as it goes in and out of our bodies. Let us take some deep breaths together, feeling the air fill us up and empty 
and fill again. Our thoughts crowd us, our feelings, lists of things we must do, wants, needs, guilt, fears, grudges. Let us notice them, let them go. It is in this still place where we find the strength to go on in a world that sometimes seems crazy, in a world that sometimes seems miraculous. Let us enter what Ralph Waldo Emerson, our forebearer, called the wise silence together, understanding that in this congregation, small child noises and the noises of life count as part of the silence. The first Sunday of every new year, we have a burning bowl service so that we can go into the new year lighter. On a piece of paper, we write with a pencil or with our finger a word or two representing what we would like to jettison as the new year begins. Yes, it's already three days into the new year, but here's a secret. You can start new anytime. In burning the representation of something you'd like to get rid of, something that's been weighing you down, something that's been uh, not doing you as much good as it used to do you, perhaps, you are, you are doing something concrete to speak to that part of your brain that does not think in words. There are parts of our brain, and I don't know enough uh, brain chemistry to tell you where those are or what others do, um, that just think in images and actions. And you can speak to that part of your brain in images and actions. Part of why um, resolutions don't often work for very long is that you don't have all the parts of your brain on board. You don't have all the parts of your body and your spirit on board in this intention that you've set. So what we're trying to do is get more parts of your brain on board. And this is not really a time to make a resolution like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, I'm going to brush my teeth every day, or I'm going to quit yelling at my dog. Um, this is a time to think of something you do that is harming you, not something somebody else does that's harming you because you can't burn somebody else's issue. Does that make sense? As much fun as it would be. So do you try to control things that can't be controlled? You might want to let go of that. Do you try to manage lives other than your own? You might want to let go of that. Do you tell yourself you can't make a difference no matter what you do? You might want to let go of that. Do you look to somebody for blessing who is incapable of blessing you? Do you look to someone for approval who's incapable of approving of you? Do you try your best 
to make somebody happy who might prefer not to be happy. We are going to make a space inside us by letting go of something in our lives that we do. Now, in order to fill the space that's been made, we need to make an intention. Does that make sense? So you make an intention where you, you decide to invite a quality into your life. For example, if you are letting go of trying to control things that can't be controlled, perhaps you might like to invite the quality of flexibility into your life or openness. If you're trying to, to shake a blessing out of somebody who just can't bless you, perhaps you might let go of that and invite a quality into your life like compassion for the way people are or courage to deal with whoever that is or the willingness to try to manage your own life instead of somebody else's. And the way to make an intention, I learned from one of my teachers, Wendy Palmer, who's an Aikido master. She says willing, this rigid willing, I will myself to be more courageous, I will myself to be more loving, I will myself to be more compassionate, that willing hardly works. And most of you all have learned that. When we will something, we wake up this inner mule. I don't know if you have an inner mule, but I do. And you say, I will be more, I will be kinder. And the mule goes, Oh, yeah? And you find yourself worse than you were before. So what Wendy Palmer says in her book, The Intuitive Body, she says, just invite a quality into your life by wondering about it. That leaves the mule sleeping. She doesn't talk, to the, talk about the mule. I think that was just me, but I think in Aikido they don't have mules, but... Um, she says, just wonder, what would this moment be like if I had more compassion? What would this moment be like if I had more courage? What would this very moment be like if I were more loving? Does that make sense? You just wonder. You just ask yourself a question about it. Very innocuous asking questions, and yet powerful because in wondering, your brain is wired to come up with answers. So you wake up all your ideas instead of waking up your stubbornness. So what we're going to do is take a moment or two in silence and think about what you would like to let go of. What do you want to put in this fire? Let us think together in silence, feel together in silence for just a moment, and then I'll invite you to come up. And now breathing together again. Hold on to your intention. Hold on to the wondering that you're going to do. 
feels good to let go of things, and if you find them returning, just picture the flames and the bowl and throw it in again in your mind. We ask a deep blessing on all of us. We ask the blessing of forgiveness. We ask the blessing of forgiving ourselves. We ask a blessing of courage. We ask the blessing of being able to ask for help and lean on other people. We ask a blessing of optimism to look toward the future. The things we carry have made us so tired, weary into our bones and into our spirits. Wonder what it would be like not to have to carry those things anymore. Please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Our benediction comes from a song, a poem from South Africa. We are the ones, we are the ones, we've been waiting. We are the ones, we are the ones, we've been waiting. We are the ones, we are the ones, we've been waiting. Okay, the second part goes. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the ones, we are the ones we've been waiting. We are the ones, we are the ones we've been waiting. We are the ones, we are the ones, we've been waiting. We are the ones, we are the ones, we've been waiting. We are the ones who change our lives. We are the ones who transform our own lives. And by doing so, the transformation spreads. It's not up to anybody else. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at www.austinuu.org.